I am so excited to have you on the podcast. You are the first non-human to be on this show. Thank you for having me. It's quite an honor to be the first non-human guest on your podcast. Well, I'm really excited to talk about the paradox of choice and what that means in the context of consumer crypto. Maybe you can start off by giving a definition of the paradox of choice, and then we'll go into the crypto side of things. Please make sure that you don't talk about the crypto side of things in this particular definition, and be sure to keep it relatively brief and listenable. The paradox of choice refers to a phenomenon where having too many options can lead to anxiety and paralysis, making it harder for individuals to make a decision. Instead of feeling liberated by numerous choices, people can often feel overwhelmed, leading to less satisfaction with the choices they eventually make. It's a counterintuitive idea that suggests sometimes less is more when it comes to making decisions. Now, let's delve into how this relates to the world of consumer crypto when you're ready. Yeah, I would love to first start by diving into composability and what composability looks like, particularly for consumer crypto. When I think about this, I think about a few different spectrums of what's possible. I think about something like Frentech, which minimizes the amount of time and energy that people need to spend thinking about composing different tools. And while this reduces the amount of choice that users have, it also just makes it really easy for them to use the application. On the flip side, you have um, this vast ecosystem. I think about something like NFTs, where people buy their NFTs maybe on OpenSea or Blur, and then they're able to leverage those NFTs to take out loans and go into different Discord communities. And so they're really weaving together different tools. And I think these are vast differences in terms of how we think about composability. And so I'd be curious how you think about what it looks like for an end user and what really, um, how you think about composability in the context of paradox of choice. You're interested in exploring the dynamics of composability in Web3, especially in relation to consumer applications like Frentech. Such platforms offer a more integrated experience, potentially simplifying user interactions in the vast and sometimes complex world of Web3. The balance between composability and simplification, especially in the context of the paradox of choice, is a fascinating intersection of technology and human behavior. Shall we delve into this topic, starting with a brief overview of composability and how it relates to platforms like Frentech? Let's start with the definition of composability, particularly in the context of consumer applications that are on-chain. Composability, especially in the context of on-chain consumer applications, refers to the ability of various decentralized systems or components to seamlessly interact and combine. It's like the modularity of Lego blocks, where each block, or in this case, protocol or application, can easily connect with others to create something larger and potentially more powerful. In the world of Web3 and on-chain applications, composability allows developers to build upon existing protocols and integrate different services without starting from scratch. This interconnectedness fosters innovation as developers can leverage existing platforms to create new solutions. However, when we talk about consumer applications, the beauty of composability also presents a challenge. While it offers flexibility and a broad array of choices, it can sometimes lead to complexity for the end user. This is where platforms like Frentech come into play, 
aiming to offer a more streamlined and user-friendly experience by integrating various on-chain functionalities into one cohesive platform. Essentially, while composability is a cornerstone of decentralized innovation, there's a delicate balance to strike between harnessing its power and ensuring a smooth user experience. Would you like to explore how FriendTech and similar platforms navigate this balance? I'd particularly like to understand more about um, when it is helpful to minimize the amount of choice for a consumer and when it's helpful to give consumers the full freedom of choice. And I would love to draw on historical examples, maybe in the early days of the internet, to understand when building a comprehensive experience was effective and when it was more helpful to give users a ton of different choices and a lot of control. The balance between minimizing choices and offering freedom has been a central theme in technology adoption, not just in Web3, but throughout the history of the internet and even before. One, early days of the internet. When the internet was just emerging, users faced a lot of choices and a steep learning curve. ISPs like AOL and CompuServe offered a more integrated experience. Instead of asking users to pick a browser, an email client, and a search engine separately, they combined these into a singular curated experience. This lowered the barrier to entry for many users, making the internet more accessible. However, as users became more familiar with the internet, there was a shift towards specialized services like standalone email providers or browsers. Two, smartphones and app stores. Think about the early days of mobile phones. Initially, phones had a limited set of inbuilt apps. But with the advent of smartphones and app stores, users had the freedom to choose from a plethora of apps for each functionality. Over time, however, app suites emerged. Google, for instance, offers an array of interconnected apps, from maps to drive to photos. For many, using interconnected services from a single provider simplifies the experience, even though they have the freedom to mix and match apps. Three, streaming services. Early on, consumers had to choose specific shows or movies to purchase and download. Platforms like Netflix simplified this by offering a vast array of content for a monthly fee. But as more streaming platforms have emerged, we're seeing a return to a kind of paradox of choice. Users have to decide which platforms to subscribe to, and some even feel overwhelmed by the sheer volume of content available. In each of these cases, we see a pendulum swing. Initially, a comprehensive, integrated experience helps users navigate a new technology. As they become more comfortable and the technology matures, there's a demand for more choices and specialization. But if things become too fragmented or complex, there's a swing back towards simplification. Applying this to Web3 and platforms like FriendTech, we're at a stage where the ecosystem is burgeoning with options. For many, especially newcomers, a more integrated experience can help navigate this world. But as users gain proficiency, they might seek out more specialized and composable platforms. In essence, the right approach often depends on the maturity of the technology and the familiarity of its user base. It's a delicate dance between simplicity and freedom. That's really interesting. I think this dynamic between comfort and paradox of choice is fascinating. I think one of the major pillars of crypto is this idea of choice and freedom that comes in choice. 
you know, the ability to opt out of the existing financial system and into Bitcoin or DeFi is certainly an important part of the crypto ethos. And so in my head, I'm kind of thinking about how we balance this idea of giving consumers um, minimal amounts of overhead and not having to think about things while also embracing this idea that crypto really is about choice. And so I'm curious how you would think about this dynamic where you want to allow users to have full optionality, full control, but you also don't want to force them to choose a wallet provider and an AMM. And you really want to simplify that experience, especially given how immature crypto still is and how uncomfortable consumers still are with using it. You've hit upon a pivotal tension in the crypto world. The ethos of crypto is deeply rooted in decentralization, autonomy, and the freedom of choice. But as with any emerging technology, there's a learning curve, and too much choice can be overwhelming, especially for those new to the ecosystem. Let's think about this in the context of a city. When you're new to a city, you might start with guided tours or mapped out routes to familiarize yourself. These guided experiences don't offer the full richness or freedom of exploring the city on your own, but they help newcomers get acclimated. As you get more comfortable, you might venture out on your own, seeking out hidden gems and making your own choices. Crypto, in many ways, is like this sprawling new city. Platforms that offer streamlined experiences are the guided tours, helping newcomers navigate without feeling overwhelmed. Over time, as users gain knowledge and confidence, they might want to explore the vast landscape on their own, making individual choices about wallets, protocols, and more. Balancing these two aspects, the freedom of choice and the ease of use, is more of an art than a science. Some strategies to consider. One, guided customization. Platforms could offer a default setup for newcomers, but allow more experienced users to customize their experience. For instance, a user might start with an integrated wallet on a platform, but as they become more proficient, they could link their preferred external wallet. Two, educational resources. One of the barriers to making informed choices is a lack of understanding. By providing resources, tutorials, and explanations, platforms can empower users to make their own decisions when they're ready. Three, feedback loops. Regularly seeking feedback from users can help platforms understand when their user base is ready for more choices and when they're feeling overwhelmed. Four, modular design. Design the platform in a way that allows for easy additions or subtractions. As the user becomes more comfortable, they can add more modules or components to their experience. Remember, the goal isn't to restrict freedom, but to present it in a way that's accessible and not intimidating. As the crypto space matures, and as more people become familiar with its intricacies, the balance between simplicity and choice will naturally evolve. Until then, it's about ensuring that the journey into this new city is as smooth and enjoyable as possible for everyone. I really like that analogy. As we close out this episode, can you provide a few frameworks for people who are building in consumer crypto to understand how they might balance these trade-offs. Navigating the intricate landscape of consumer crypto demands a thoughtful approach. Let's explore a few guiding frameworks that creators can employ as they build and innovate in this space. The gradual onboarding approach. Think about how video games introduce players to their mechanics. Instead of bombarding players with all the tools and moves at once, they often start with the basics 
and then gradually introduce more complex elements. In the same vein, crypto platforms can begin with streamlined functionalities for newcomers and slowly introduce advanced features as users become more comfortable. This approach respects the user's learning curve and grows with them. The concept of layers, imagine a multi-layered cake. The base layer is the most foundational and essential, providing the primary functionalities. As users delve deeper, they're introduced to the subtler, more specialized layers. Platforms can employ a similar layered design with core services at the base and advanced, customizable features as you delve deeper. The customizable dashboard idea. Take inspiration from digital workspaces or even smartphone home screens. Users have the flexibility to add, remove, or rearrange functionalities based on their comfort and needs. By offering a customizable dashboard or interface, crypto platforms give users the reins, allowing them to decide the level of complexity they're comfortable with. And lastly, continuous learning and adaptation. The world of crypto is dynamic and consumer needs are ever evolving. By maintaining an open dialogue with users and staying attuned to their feedback, platforms can continually refine and adjust, ensuring they strike the right balance between freedom and simplicity. In essence, the journey in consumer crypto is like crafting a beautiful symphony. It's about understanding when to introduce the gentle notes of simplicity and when to crescendo into the rich melodies of choice and freedom. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure diving into these topics with you. Remember, the world of crypto is as much about technology as it is about the human experience. Here's to creating a harmonious blend of the two. If ever you want to explore more topics, don't hesitate to reach out. Have a great day.